I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that Licky Licky doesn't have high speed. That's just me making a judgment call based That's on the fair. design. Yeah, what is yeah. the move set of these Licky Lickies as well? What are we talking here? <laughs> like, are these Licky Lickies rock and protect? What would what, what even would work? I managed got high HP. Welcome to Critical Ditto, by the way. Sorry that you've joined us <laughs> midway through this, but we're having a really in-depth conversation about whether five Licky Lickies would defeat a Mewtwo, and I'm loath to stop the conversation mid-flow. So I'm just going to say I am the GM. My name's Stuart, and I I'm going to back the Mewtwo. Ali, where are you at? I'm Ali, yeah, and I'm playing Kenny. But uh, me and Kenny are in deep, deep discussions about who would win this battle, and I think that the five Licky Lickies would have a good chance. But Kenny, what do you think? Oh, what's that? You're on a quest to find out more about your weird poker powers and you don't really care about the battle. That's oh, Kenny, geez, come Kenny, on. Come on. Focus on the battle at hand. Right, what's that? You're going to ask your Pokemon for advice. A Decidueye called Bowtie, a Gyarados called Moustache, uh, a Salandit called Hoops, a Spiritum called Swirly, a Honchko called Fedora, a Kamoa called King's Rush, and a Galvantula called Fleek. Well, what would they know? None of them are a Licky Licky or a Mewtwo. I can't answer this, neither can Kenny. David, can you? David, are you there? <laughs> David's lost in Bulbapedia, wandering the <laughs> corridors of Bulbapedia, lost somewhere between Route 134 and the Lagging Tail. I think that's where that's where David is. Do you know what? Sh shall I jump in, actually, uh, as David's legal representative? Because David isn't actually legally allowed to comment on a Licky Licky versus Mewtwo fight since they did the last time. So to, I've got to jump in first. So sorry. Yeah, I am David's lawyer. My name's Tom. I'm going to be uh, the role of Theo's best friend, Brandy. Uh, whoa. Brandy, whoa, whoa, whoa. Brandy is... Uh, uh, <laughs> legally uh, speaking. Yeah, legally. Ah, of legally course, the legal best friend. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Tom, I interrupted. Oh, no, that's absolutely fine. Filibustering is an important part. Classic legal move, Ali. But on Brandy's team, Brandy has Wimpy the Lopany, Gary the Scroopy, Snorley only the Munchlax, Dr. Bunnelby the Bunnelby, Lightning McQueen the Carcoal, and Flower the Meltan. But yes, as we wait for my... Sorry, I'm just getting an injunction from David. Is that right? Is that Am I using that right, Ali? Uh, as the legal expert uh yes david says i'm so sorry ian is resetting the router as nope uh, i told i told david to not say anything we can't I, i'd want that expunged from the record oh yeah that i'm actually looking back at the whatsapp but that is redacted david has just replied saying no comment maybe we should introduce david yeah let's introduce david i like this yeah our, our collective client's name is david Leversley playing the role of Theodosia, and that is where my, my position ends on, on, on the matter. Alistair, would you like to take on the, the, the storyline of Theo? Yes, they are a sardonic former priests of the Church of Sloking and or Slaslo, depending on what David remembers. They are on a quest to find out more about the King's Rock, and they have some Pokemon helping them who are jury today. Tom, can you explain the jury helping Theo make this decision? Theo's favourite jury uh, would obviously be a con just consist of 12 male combis, but uh, Theodosia only has one, and that is Jason the Combi. They also have Meditite the Meditite, Hillary the Swadloon, they have Cabbage the Kabuto, Bro Barracal, the Barbarical, and how could I forget Ace Attorney Togekiss? Wait, the, att the attorney is on the jury? Yeah, this yeah, is, this that's is why worrying. they're the ace in the hole. Because <laughs> oh, God. this jury has got Ace Attorney Togekiss on their team. I'm curious to know at which point this went from discussing Five Licky Lickies versus Mewtwo to a court case. I think that's but... what the court case is called. <laughs> State of Formia versus the Licky Lickies. Uh, Stu, the, the jury of attorneys has reached a decision. Will you please read it out? I will. The jury finds the defendant. Well, hold on, hold on. In order to reach a verdict, you need to know what happened last time. Okay, play the tape. Previously on Critical Ditto. You never want anybody in your battalion 
Who doesn't want to be there, baby? If anybody is not feeling this, this crew, that's fine, baby. You walk away. I think Brandy gives Candy a hug. What is the point in doing all this if the people you care about are not there at the end? Or I'm not there to support them. So I'm I'm actually gonna go. Kane and bows and hands you Slowpoke and a Medishamite, Theo. I will not watch another student disappear from me. It is here I take my leave. Don't believe a word that Kenny says in terms of leaving me behind. I know I can believe you when you say it, Theo. Make him finish it, even if I'm not there. Don't worry, Brandy. At this moment in time, I'm very convinced of leaving you behind. Lit from above are the figures of Bash and Heron. We are here as a League representative because the League want you, Kenny. We are friends, Kenny. We were the special defenders and there's a chance that we could be that again. But on the right side, the League has power. The League has an army. I'm done with this prison. I'm going home. I need a change of scenery. I'll come with. Wherever you go, I go. Then let's go to Comover Town. Okay, last time off, we found our heroes forming a general consensus to return to Kenny's ancestral home of Comover Town. Now, obviously, we found you originally in the core prison with a, a much more limited ragtag bunch than perhaps you thought you would, which now only seems to consist of General Phillips, Jockey, Hannah, and Hedrold. Yeah, those are the NPCs, because there were random poker powers that Kenny had... Oh, yeah, Vlad and Anatoly will follow you into the the, I was going to say, the basketball team are so on board. They owe you everything. They owe you their freedom. <laughs> so if you want to take them along, I'd be very happy to continue their expedition. Th things like the Pokemon army, that's, that's a more interesting question, actually. I'm going to open up to the table. What do we think has happened to the 50 or so Pokemon that helped Kenny liberate Warden Vipin's gym? during the prison raid. King Thrush is now with Kenny in a Pokeball, but what about these these 50? Have they gone their own way? Have they left the core and gone out into the region? If we remember from Cosmic Power, the setup was they were going to do their own thing and essentially escape the core to go and live their own lives. I think they're actually going to start their own settlement. It will be like the settlement they had in the core. Maybe the first Pokemon settlement. Oh, a mixed Pokemon settlement of many species, yeah. Because obviously they'll have lost their ability to speak, but the question is, do they lose the bonds that they had formed beforehand? Love that. Okay, let's say that the majority have gone to form this, this commune somewhere in Formia. We don't know where. Okay, so let's assume, because you, of what you said at the end of the last episode, that the three of you are going to go to Comover Town. Is General Phillips, the, the rest of your squad, where are they going? What if they've gone to the Wonder Guard Sanctuary? which is where General Phillips Ooh, lives in his sanctuary. That's a weird good idea. With Phillips's husband. Phillips's husband. Cedric. Phillips has decided to uproot everyone to the Wonderguard sanctuary. Does Phillips take Barry Bolkup with him? Up to you, Kenny. I think that's on you. <sighs> or do you just leave him in a cell? What do you do? I think Kenny would be most happy if Phillips did that. <laughs> wow, that's wow. Um, imagine yeah. saying that in foul play. Imagine saying at some point, Phillips... I will trust you enough to leave one of my biggest antagonists with you and know that it might be okay. As soon as we get a bad role, that come back to haunt us. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, of course, that's that's very useful. 
Oh my god, Barry's gonna kill everyone, isn't he? <laughs> Stuart is thrilled. Everyone, everyone's going to the Wonderguard Sanctuary with Cedric, and they are going to work something out, and they're going to build a little commune and make the sanctuary the sanctuary that it should be. So that's them taken care of. The prison is left pretty much abandoned. I'm sure there are some other prisoners in there who will need food and, and water, but I trust the League to sort that out. <laughs> Why? <laughs> brings me on to you three. So, you've said you're going to comb over town. How are you getting there? And how long do we think it takes? We are walking, and it takes four months. Game of Thrones style, we follow every hundred yards. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to suggest we just fly on the back of Gyarados. To differentiate it as well, it probably will take longer than if you were to fly on the ship. Yeah, maybe it takes a day. Maybe we have to camp overnight somewhere. I think so, because that means we can ask some questions about that camp night. Because I assume while you're in the air on Gyarados, the wind is rushing, there's not much time for chat, you're just in the clouds, gripping on to that... What do you grip onto, Ali, on a Gyarados? What's, what's the... The moustache. The moustache, obviously. Everyone is flailing <laughs> on these two moustache tendrils, hoping for the best. So there's not much time for chat in the interim, which means the only time would have been this little bit of downtime. Wait, moustache is ploughing on but the sun has set, it's getting bitterly cold up there in the clouds, and there's a collective understanding that we need to have one, one camp at night. However much none of you really want to do that, because it takes you right back to the start of your journey to that frenzy plant night. Except so much has changed, everything is different, the vibe is totally transformed. But, Kenny, where does, where does Gyarados land for this one night? Uh, Route Duo Forest. Route Duno Forest is good, actually. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you put yourself down in Ratuno Forest, which Tom is distinct from Ratuno in what way? Uh, it's just there are two trees in this There's one, two brother. Trees just for the one. <laughs> it's so dense. It's double the it's size really of Ratuno. <laughs> like we thought, Ratuno Forest was big. This place is huge, double the it's size. Just even. trees. <laughs> no, I think thing about Ratuno that's a bit different is that there are actually two levels. So actually, it's so dense and thick as a forest there's almost a canopy layer that you can Great. walk along or you can walk along the forest floor it's like a double decker forest is it forestry city is that the one in emerald <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah a bit yeah. like that okay yeah Great. big time so you're in the canopy i like that it's different yeah it's a clear night moon stars it's cold theo what has theo contributed specifically to the to the encampment theo has decided to cook oh Interesting. What's Theo cooked? Kenny's favourite meal. So Theo is making butter sandwiches oh my God. for everybody. Butter, butter sandwiches. <laughs> butter sandwiches. Wait, 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 wait. Theo is, Theo is cooking. Cooking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Theo can't just make a butter sandwich. Theo has decided to try and create some sort of campfire cordon bleu version. Heston Blumenthal. Like, oh, okay. Theo is like, I'm going to make the greatest butter sandwich. Right. Well, roll a flat 2d6 and we'll see how good this, uh, this butter sandwich is. Um, Theo has rolled a five and a two for Ooh. a nice seven. A mixed so a mixed success. success butter sandwich. Okay. One of Kenny and Brandy are going to find this 
unbelievably delicious and one of you is not. I think it's the other way around to what we'd expect. I think Theo yeah. has tried tried to make it so fancy and Kenny is like, I'm sorry, where is the bland white bread? Where is the anchor spreadable? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Where is the Delmi's spreadable? I don't understand. Whereas Brandy, this this is one of the best things you have. Yeah, Brandy even kind of reluctantly takes a bite of it, sort of just thinking like she knows she's got to eat. Accidentally almost just goes, wow. I mean, yeah. No, it's really good. Kenny, what are you talking about? The, th- the thing about the, the, the bland Delmi spreadable is it actually removes all of the extra flavour that Theo's put in. A butter sandwich gets you from A to B with, with, with no bends. It is a straight line of a meal and that's why I love it. Right. Thank you, Bowtie. To suit you, why? Well, I've managed to make a sandwich that completely failed to please the person I'm trying to please and managed to please the person who I secretly despise at the moment. So what a, what a triumphant return to culinary art. What a triumphant cooking for Theo. Theo, what you know triumph- this is the internal monologue. You've said that all out Oh, I'm, I'm aware what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, good. Just wanted to yeah, yeah, yeah. confirm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, do you like the sandwich so much that you're going to make a contract with it and bring it onto the boat with us and then it's going to ruin all of our lives in a couple of weeks' time or are you just going to... I might. To be honest, Theo, I would make a joke back, but the sandwich is really good. Interesting. I Interesting. am thinking that it's probably going to contribute as much as Tallahassee Bingeworth contributed to my my life. Probably more. I sincerely hope that you have a different relationship with this sandwich to what you did with Tallahassee. It would go mouldy much quicker than he did. <laughs> nope. Lopany. Lopany calls Lopany's calling you aside to the to the edge of the canopy, Brandy. What is it? What? Lopany Lopany looks tired. Yeah, join the club, Lopany. Guess what? See these bags under my eyes? Yeah, that is that's not how I regularly look. As much as other people think that is how I look. This is not how I look. Lopany, look and Lopany gestures some cracked knuckles on Lopany's paws and some cuts and bruises on Lopany's ears where Lopany has been training overtime. Lopany. Oh, you want a break? Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine, Lopany, you're right. Let's just all, let's just all take a break from the world ending right now. I'm sorry, Lopany, we can't take a break. Do you want the same thing to happen again? Do you want Frey to just waltz in? Lopany, maybe... Lopany. And Lopany gestures your other Pokeballs as well, Brandy. Lopany, Lopany. We need to be stronger, Wimpy. I get it. I want to be stronger. And that's going to take time and it's going to take effort. And I'm sorry, but that's how it's going to be. And actually, I was going to ask you to do something. Brandy goes a little bit further into the canopy with Lopany. Can, can I just... Is, is Brandy on crutches on the canopy? Yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. precarious. Like They've got hooks on the end, Ali. So if she falls... Oh, she good. Oh, of yeah. course yeah, she yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Why, would I, why wouldn't they? <laughs> just a little... <laughs> Oh, there we go. Standard Pokemon crutches have hooks. Yeah, yeah, obviously. (laughs) And yeah, Brandy goes into the canopy a little bit more. She um, puts the crutches down, props herself up against the tree, and she's like, we've been training hard, and that's for a reason, all right? And um, I'm not backing out either, so, Lopini, I need you to use double kick. Lopini? And she gestures to her stomach. Go on. No? Lopini, no. Double kick, all right? Lopini, Lopini. Lopini. I ain't having what happened to me happening again. I'm toughening up right now, and this is the easiest and quickest way to do it. So I'm telling you right now, double kick. So I'm roll 2d6 plus tough. Three plus a five plus a two. So what, a, a ten? ten. Nice. That's a ten. Tell me, tell me how Brandy takes this double kick then, Tom. Brandy evolves. <laughs> Brandy evolves. <laughs> Before Kabuto. 
<laughs> I think I think what I want as a success for this is just yeah. for Lopeny to buy into what Brandy is trying to do. And okay. obviously Lopeny has been concerned about the like level of training because I think after the yeah. last few things Brandy's been trying to push her Pokemon quite hard. I think on Gyarados is back, Brandy was still running like some drills with some of the Pokemon. So Brandy has just spent an evening training and using stuff like the ruler sword and taking hits and I mean she's battered and bruised from it but it doesn't do any more damage to her leg. I think the success here is just that Lopany is buying into the fact that we're going to toughen up. Great. Oh, so maybe Lopany delivers this brutal double kick to your Brandy which you take surprisingly well considering your physical condition and you cling on using the hooks of your crutches to the edge of the canopy mm -hmm. pull yourself back up wimpy looks at you with a begrudging respect and an understanding of how things are going to be from now on with brandy and brandy's pokemon team he almost communicates i'll pass this on to the rest of the team could if you would and if, right. and it, <laughs> well, if, you could, if you could forward on if you could um, forward that email yeah. to all staff yeah. a bcc i don't want everyone to know that it was a chain mail in her pocket she doesn't take it out tonight but she rolls around the lopenite rock just thinking but doesn't take it out okay Theo, Kenny, you've been left alone. You just hear some like, ow! <laughs> oh no! Oh, the abdominals! Ah. <laughs> uh, we have you, you heard this almost every night in the ship. <laughs> Wait a like, more tea, Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> so there's the occasional cry of a chatarch. Chat! Mm. Oh, chatarch, actually. I've given myself a challenge there. Ch just sounds like a human. Chatarch, chatarch. <laughs> <laughs> but amongst the nighttime chorus and the occasional grunts from Brandy's direction on the edge of the canopy, you're otherwise just alone. Kenny, 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 what is one question that Kenny would love to ask Theo at this moment that perhaps they haven't had the chance to? Based on the last thing that Theo said to Brandy, Kenny goes, uh, Theo, um, should we talk about you and me, about you and Brandy? I understand why you're angry at her. She's made some bad decisions. You're a very practical person and I'm curious to know why you think it benefits you to hold this grudge against her when you know you're going to need her. I mean, what would it take, Theo? What would it take for you to forgive? I'm not putting a time limit on it. I'm not the naive idiot that I was a couple of months ago when I left the place I'm going back to, but... The thing is, Kenny, we both know I'm going to forgive her. We both know it's going to happen because there's no way that we can keep going if I don't, but for a moment, for a brief moment, I just want to be able to be angry at something because if I don't have the ability to just rage against something that happened, I'm just going to cry. What's what's wrong with crying? I've cried quite a lot recently. It's great that you have that connection with your emotions, Kenny, but uh, I've been raised to hide it and it's taking a little bit longer than I thought to connect with my emotions again. Do you hate Brandy now? I don't know if I feel anything anymore, Kenny, if I'm honest with you. I don't hate her, but I'm just so angry. And I'm so angry 
I'm so angry that she made so many selfish choices and it feels like so many of those selfish choices have got us here, but I'm not... It'll be fine eventually. It'll be fine because it's always fine. Because eventually I'll be the bigger person and I'll put it behind us just like we always do. But you have to know that she didn't trust you and she did terrible things in the name of that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know she didn't trust me. It hurts. Well, I haven't totally forgiven her either. When we were in the tree and we were offered the Tome of Sacrifice or Suffering, I think you said that uh, you were offered the safety of the tower again. Mm -hmm. How close did you come to, to choosing that? You know, Kenny, there's a lot of decisions that were really hard over the last couple of days, but choosing the Tome of Suffering was the easiest choice I made in a long time. I don't know who you saw when uh, you had that experience, but I was talking to Hillary, and they asked me if there's one moment that would make everything okay and if choosing that would make everything fine. But I think we both know better than anybody that there's no one moment that stops us feeling all the hurt that we feel inside of us. But it doesn't make it any easier that we have to keep suffering. Yeah. What seemed different with our choices to to the choice that Brandy was given was we essentially chose to continue the life we were living before or the life we're living now. Brandy wasn't given that choice. She was given continue the life you're living now or have something totally new. A whole life, a connection. I mean, everything she does is it's to get her dad back. And she was given that in her head. She's only got good things from that. Whereas we know the bad things that came before as well. If I didn't burn sister, there was still a lot of bad things that were going on in my life. If you didn't save the church, there was still a lot of bad things that were going on with the church. But Brandy doesn't have any, any bad things about her dad being back. So I can see why she picked that choice. And she still came back to us. So yeah, I am still mad at Brandy. But she chose to sacrifice the current timeline and still suffered. At least we only just suffered. You always were better at these things than me, Kenny. It's one of the very annoying things about you that I can understand why Sloking chose you. I really think you need to stop saying that. Medicham pops in, Theo. Medicham, Medicham, just to remind you that it is... 10.13, the agreed bedtime, so I just wanted to, <laughs> wanted to make sure that you're aware. Medicham, Medicham. Of course, of course. Uh, if you'll excuse me, Kenny, I, I have an incredibly prompt Pokemon that... Sorry, is Medicham's arc this season the butler arc? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Medicham started suddenly wearing a full dress shirt and tie. Wearing one of Theo's former suits. Yeah. From I, do, one of the... <laughs> I do really like the idea of Medicham wearing clothes this season because it's kind of a natural progression of what Medicham was doing in season three anyway. So yeah, Theo, is it all right if Medicham is wearing one of Theo's old suits? Yeah, absolutely. Doesn't sound like Theo has a choice, to be honest. <laughs> no, nope, absolutely not. Just sounds like Medicham. So, yeah, Medicham pulls out a pocket watch from one of Theo's many pockets. And Kenny goes, oh, of course, 10.13, famously your bedtime. <laughs> That's been since day one. Kenny Kenny suddenly has like a series of flashbacks like, oh my God, it always is 10.13. <laughs> okay, I think with that, we will fade down on the, the night in the canopy.
we find ourselves in the morning traveling to Comover Town. Oh my god. Kenny, your home, this farmland which rolls out towards rolling hills and thatched cottages, proper English heritage countryside farm village, which all leads obviously towards Kenny's old life. This village of, of modest homes, a schoolyard, anything else, Ali, that you want to chuck into Comover Town before we properly approach? There was a quarry. Someone went, I'm going to start a quarry, and then realised they were in way over their head. <laughs> yep, someone went, I'm going to start a quarry, so they excavated I'm out. i to start a quarry. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Ali, how did you get access to my previous character sheet where the main dream was start a quarry? <laughs> <laughs> Who started the quarry? Who is this, this bold idealist? I'm going to take a pun from what Stuart described them as, as bold idealist. Bold idealist. Bold idealist failed to actually excavate out this quarry. And so now there's just basically a, f a few massive holes. It's the perfect place for someone who maybe is having a random poker power that they can't control where no one's going to be around. So this is what we see as we approach Comover Town. Kenny, where are you sitting down, Garados? Where are you headed? Uh, he's, he's booking it straight for home, I think. Home. Well, okay, Kenny, as you approach home, you see something you don't expect. You obviously see your house behind it, but in front of Kenny's home, you see a small gathering of people. And as you approach, as you get closer, everyone in the Garados now can see that this small gathering of people are clustered around a banner, and a selection of people that you recognise. You see Luan, you see Rodri, you see Tallulah, and Blab and Farb. Whoa. And they have a big banner that reads, Kennyfest. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> and there is a small gaggle of people that have joined them. There are merch stalls. There's a What Would Kenny Do t-shirt. There's another that sort of quotes your broadcast, like nothing gets between Kenny and his family. And there's like a nice picture of a lot of people hugging familiarly. Tom, what's another bit of Kenny merch? Oh Kenny told God. Frey, muck you. And obviously, <laughs> Rodri and the muck you's huge advertising booth. Oh my goodness, So there's what a like the muck you band t-shirts, but with Kenny's face now doing it Going like, muck you. <laughs> A really emotional point. Like it's really inappropriate, actually. David, what's 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 another bit of merch that Theo spies? They know that Kenny loves bow ties, but they didn't know any of Kenny's Pokemon except for Fleek because they didn't see any of the others doing rock slides. So there is just a Joltik <laughs> designed bow tie. <laughs> oh my God! Decidueye is flying next to Gyarados. I'm <laughs> outraged. Yes, there is this small gang of people, and you can see that Luan, Rodri, Tanuda, maybe Blab and Farb, depending how Mike Seven they are, are addressing this crowd in front of your house. Can I also say one more piece of merch that really gets on Theo and Brandy's nerves is that there's caps. There aren't many features on it, but it's like got Brandy's obviously signature pink hair and Theo's braids. The cap that just says, we're here too, and that's it. <laughs> and Brandy and Theo just have a shared moment of, I hate this place. <laughs> First slow kick and now this. <laughs> um, the idea of utter adulation is so far from what Kenny wants right now. He's going to drastically try to steer Gyarados away from this. Okay, well, should we do a roll? Let's do a stealth roll to see if you can avoid, <laughs> avoid being spotted at Kenny Fest. Roll 2d6 plus... Cool. I think I'm a plus one. I rolled an eight plus a one, so a nine. Mixed success. Ooh, okay. Right. In turning so drastically, do Theo and Brandy fall off? <laughs> Brandy and Theo, you find yourself falling to the front of Kennyfest, into the banner. You both get wrapped in the banner of Kennyfest. 
and there's a moment of like the crowd hushes this crowd of 12 people i don't think there's that many there <laughs> the disciples um, the 12 <laughs> disciples there's a hush and they see dusting themselves off and unwrapping themselves from this banner theo and brandy <clears throat> wait theo brandy <clears throat> it's, it's luan <clears throat> did they <clears throat> interact I don't, I don't well, know how much Not a lot, no, but <clears throat> I do recognise your faces. It wasn't that long ago. It was only two days. <clears throat> true, true. But yeah. Rod- Rodri and Tallulah are much more like, oh my God, Brandy. Brandy, what? how are you here? What? What? Can you, can you help me out, please? I'm actually quite injured already. And oh my God, Tallulah, look, look at her legs. I, what? I mean, Kenny, you're not in this scene, so I'm going to need a... I'm gonna need some support. Oh, yeah, here. of course I'm not. Of course. Yeah. Oh my God, Rod. Yeah, no. Look, um, look, it's me, Tallulah. Oh my it's God, Tallulah. It's so good to see you guys. All right, all right. I'm done with this. Uh, what oh. is this? And Brandy reads the sign. It's uh, it's Kenny Fest. <clears throat> yes, it's Kenny Fest. Oh no. Oh great, they're here. Oh. Yeah, don't forget us. Did you paint the sign? We're the what would Kenny do? Of course we painted the sign. You spelt Kenny with one N. Kenny. I thought that was how you spelt it. Listen, we, 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 yeah, we came here to, to celebrate Kenny. I, I mean, did you see the broadcast? You were there. You were there. Well, I, I, Theo, you were there. I don't know if you were there, Brandy, but it was amazing. We kept asking ourselves, you know, what would Kenny do? And turns out Kenny would, Kenny would come home. So we came to Kenny's home. We're here to celebrate Kenny, to celebrate Kenny's ideals, to recruit some more poker pads to come and just like live their own life do what kenny would do don't be afraid brandy what looks around and sees a couple of shroomish in the corner and goes oh yeah okay i get what's going on here um <laughs> and also have a very good time <laughs> we're having a party mate yeah it's great <clears throat> but what are you doing here we uh we've come to check that dora's Okay, there was some complications during things in the core, so we just wanted to check on her for for Kenny. He obviously he he feels awkward about coming home, so we we thought we'd come in his stead, didn't we, Brandy? Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, I just just to ask, I mean, if you haven't seen anyone lurking about or anyone perhaps who's not part of the what would kenny do's hanging about no i don't think so we're just all here having a good time you know no no weirdos around here you're all just standing having a good time while uh while you know we're on the brink of a full formium war great no no i think that makes total sense theo you spot someone at the the edge of the gaggle with their hood up looking definitely shady does anybody know that a uh, delightful hooded figure Stood over there. Anybody? Anybody familiar? Oh yeah, that's 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 Shady McHoods. They've been here all week. We, yeah, we've called them Shady McHoods for sure because we're the what we can you do? And we don't want to judge anybody. You make your own choices and you do the next right thing. And if that's wearing a hood, then you do you. Oh wow! Somehow uh. Kenny got even more facile once being uh, diluted by a bunch of other people. Brilliant. Well, um, I'm going to go check on that hooded person over there that could be a threat to you all of us. Bad. Only if that's what Kenny would do. <laughs> hey, everyone, together, together. Here we go. Ready? What, what would, would Kenny, Kenny, Kenny do? do? I think Brandy would really like to tell all of you about what was happening in the core in great detail, wouldn't oh, you, Brandy? Yeah, Brandy, you've got to come to the local pub. We're having a lock-in tonight for what would Kenny do first. It's, it's going to be great. Uh, actually, Theo, I don't... And then turns to see that, that Theo's already gone. <laughs> oh. Oh. Brandy is hoisted by Blab and Farm. Let's go! Oh, no, please. Oh, my legs are still injured. 
Who's that Pokemon? Shut up. Shaking my body. Okay, no, I want all the spirits in your shoulder to just leave you. Leave. Okay. Be gone. Now, this person here, you made an interesting noise, and I want you to talk about that. Oh, no. Come to the front. Come to the front. Hi, everyone. What's your name? Clarence. Clarence. Talk to me. What was what was the issue? Why did you come here to this joint healing circle? I bought a haunted V-neck and I need to get it out. I need to get it. I need to get the ghost out of the V-neck. I love the V-neck. Clarence, come here. I'm going to take off your shirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to the midsection. <laughs> Wait, what? No, way. no, I refuse. I refuse for that to be here. I've got a spirit inside me too. Hello, I'm the midsection spirit. That's where I thought we'd be going. Yeah, oh, me too. Segway. But came but no, David was... and Stu making out again. <laughs> well, here we are at the midsection. Oh. Sound the champion tiered Patreon horn. In my mind, I always hear to be a master from the album to be a master when you say champion horn. Is it nice. about girl, girl. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe, Maybe that's that. it. Maybe we'll put it in. I just gave you a great sound clip of professional singing there. And, that's <laughs> and we've got it recorded. I'll just put that onto the soundboard. Oh, oh. that's going to be good. Poke about girl, girl. Oh, that's, I hadn't even realized I could do that. And you're right, David. I can cut what anyone says and put <laughs> it on the soundboard to repeat ad infinitum. Oh my God. Okay. Poke about girl, girl. This champion is named Chris Ayton. Chris, thank you so much for being a champion on our Patreon. Chris Ayton writes, Afternoon dittos. I'd like to cash in my Pokemon champion midsection submission. Cash it in. I love that. Mm. That phrasing. Since Ellie's dog Pebbles passed away, I have altered my submission to include a tribute to her. I spoke to Ellie and ran it all past her to make sure that she was okay with it. She gave me the blessing to go ahead. That's very sweet. Oh, oh. that's very nice. Ellie is also a champion tier patron, so shout out to Ellie. I'm really sorry to hear about your dog. Mm. Oh, Chris also writes, hands down, the best podcast on my feed right now. There's the only one podcast the only on podcast. my feed. <laughs> Freya Lightclaw. Freya is a powerful Scandinavian woman with an undercut and many tattoos. She is a gym leader, and her gym is set out as a number of different biomes in the style of a safari. She uses her gym as a base to rehabilitate Pokemon and rehome them to worthy trainers. Freya is a cat fanatic and has the following Pokemon. Harley, the Perserker, the Perserker, Tigger the Litten, Bella the Glamglow, Gypsy the Shinx, Mandy the Meowstic. I'm sorry, there was some non-Pokemon in there. The Wigwam, the Zigzor. Glamglow. Glamglow. They've written Glamglow. Just, you know, for yes, my defense. Okay, okay, but you do a Pokemon podcast. <laughs> you uh, could have edited that yourself. All right. Glam Glow. I've not missed this. <laughs> Freya's final Pokemon is her first non-cat Pokemon. She's a powerful Vulpix named Pebbles, who never wanted to be a Ninetales and refused evolution to stay in her perfect Vulpix form. So one easy thing I think we can throw in. Big fan of Meowth to Meowth. Biggest fan? Oh, yeah. Number Goes one to fan? every show. Every show. They're also called Just Claws. Meowth to Meowth was their song. Freya would not make that mistake as their number one fan. Has Freya attempted to rehome Just Claws in the safari gym? Yeah. But why would Just Claws do that? Well, what I'm saying is it might be against Just Claws' wishes. Ooh. And they are currently being held hostage. They're trapped. Like when did we last? We, yeah, exactly. We last saw Just Claws in Payback. 
they were singing they were. at Weasel's cage match, weren't they? Obviously, their recordings were in every home in Formia, but and yet somehow they are performing in a mafia, <laughs> in a mafia <laughs> ultimate fighting ring. Well, well, did Weasel do Freya a favour? Oh, Ooh. so what? They were they were being shipped out to mm. to Freya. They like were caged gym. at the cage match. They were under duress, going to Freya. Right, so Just Claws are there now trapped in the safari. Although I will say Freya seems like quite a pleasant character in terms of rehoming and rehabilitating. Well, yeah, until you get to her house. Well, maybe that's what, when the thing burned down, when the obelisk burned down, she was like, I will help all the Pokemon that are probably horrified by this experience. But then she saw that Just Claws were among the people who'd escaped. And she was like, oh, well, you should come back and be part of, I'm going to rehabilitate everybody. And while everybody else got sent off to somebody else, she was like, just stay a little bit longer. Maybe. (laughs) Okay, so is is it Stephen King's misery? Or is it like a cute rom-com where she tries to basically form a relationship with Just Claws whilst they, they she has two weeks. That's like, Just Claws were like, meow, meow, meow. I'll give you two weeks. And she's like, if I, can I make them stay in 90 minutes plus? And everyone goes home with a happy ending. So fun misery. Okay, why don't we throw a spanner in here and say that Onfreya's team is a Perserker. Yes. Is that not an evolution of a Meowth? It is. Yeah. What if one of the members of Just Claws evolved and wants to stay on Freya Lightclaw's team, but the oh. others want to continue on the road. Oh, so it's a nice. split of the group, actually. It's a split of the group. Wow. Well, That's maybe, better. Okay, okay. Well, maybe they are, they're there. It might increase their chances to find another Meowth. If they're in a Pokemon sanctuary, yeah. someone might bring along. I mean, we've seen in the games, Meowths are ten a penny. All Formian Meowths. The Formian version of a Meowth is just they can just sing. Of course. Like, that's, that's, just the, that's how you know you've got a Formian Meowth, is that they sound like Bing Crosby or something. So is this basically Dreamgirls now? And there's a Perserker played by Jennifer Hudson who's kind of gone solo. Well, also, if they're a Perserker, then that means that they were a Galarian Meowth and a band of Formian Meowths. So well, they were probably yeah. feeling ostracised. They were outcast. coming up with all these great song ideas about things in Galar and the other Meowths. Yeah. Like, I just don't get it. They were always being a bit mean and then they came back, they put on a little bit of weight after the last show yeah. and they came yeah. back and, uh, and they'd been ousted for another slender Formian Meowth. Brutal. And then they performed at a mafia event, got traps in somebody's romantic fiction. Big ballad, huge ballad. I want to see Just Close the musical now. Like, just, <laughs> there is a musical. Maybe in that's this, what they're there? currently writing in the in the safari. They're writing. You know, Maybe that's what Freya is, has Freya written for them. Does Freya write music? Is Freya a composer? She I can think be. Freya is also a composer. I think she, she might. Be. And her favorite, her favorite musical is Cats. Is that is that enough on Freya? Oh, we didn't talk about a gym. People oh. go to the gym. Some win, some lose. Some win, <laughs> some lose. That's how gyms work. <laughs> and you can beat you can beat her whole gym with like just a ball of yarn as well. <laughs> <laughs> and if you like Chris, would like to have your NPC submission skip to the head of the queue, why don't you sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash critical ditto at the champion level tier, and then you get to skip right to the top of our submission queue and well done david and Stu for, for reconciling your spirits i've been possessed wait a second this oh no i'm, I'm a charlatan like this is all just about me making out with people and you look actually yeah. possessed help, help please what, does anyone actually know anything about about spirits uh you rum and whiskey but not actual you know what we all just leave and drink some rum and whiskey that sounds fun yeah let's yeah, do that, that yeah, cool. let's leave this let's leave this guy Bye, good luck poke about girl girl Who's that Pokemon? Chatot. It's Chatot. Uh, I believe it's actually pronounced Chateau. It's Chateau. Let's check on Kenny. Kenny in the house. You know the back way in. It's through the back door, obviously. Yeah. I, I, I park Gyarados? <laughs> <You> park- <laughs>
at first you don't put the parking brake on and Gyarados just starts rolling down the hill. <laughs> whoa, whoa, no. Oh, Gyarados. Oh, oh no. S- sorry, moustache. I did. I never actually got my license. You've got to so tie my moustaches to the tree, Kenny. Otherwise I float away. <laughs> Once you've dealt with moustache, you enter your home. Very cautiously. I have no idea how this is going to go. I still haven't technically seen or spoken to my parents since the day before I left. Should we just go straight in? Benny's in the kitchen and your mum, who we haven't named, so let's name her right now. Well, all of the mullet names rhyme. We've got Benny and Kenny, Melissa and Clarissa. So we're going to have Dora and my mum's name is Nora. Okay, so it's Benny and Nora in the kitchen. And don't forget about me, the Jets. Oh, the Jets is round for coffee. Okay. Cooking up a bit of a stew. The Jets, what was it that you came round for again? Tell me. I, I'd just forgotten because I was having this wonderful brew that Nora, my, my beautiful wife, had made. I was coming to comfort you to say I saw a giant Gyarados coming this way and I thought I should warn you, but then I got distracted by the stew. Wait, was that anything to do with this Kenny Fest thing going out the front? I assumed that anything weird going on right now was that bunch of weirdos and their banners and stuff. Do you know what? I'll go check. I'll ask. I'll see you in a sec. I'll pop back in at some point, perhaps conveniently. I, I, right, wonderful. Nora. Thank God she's God. Oh, she is a chatterbox, isn't she? <laughs> oh, my Jeez. word. My well, at least days, it's just you Lord. and me, Nora, now, and we can have a proper... <gasps> Awkward step into the room. Hi, Mum and Dad. Well. Wow. Kenneth. Dad. I think your dad just leaves the room. Kenny. Mum. Nora just runs over to... To hug you straight away. Oh, Mom, I've missed you so much. I'm so sorry. All of these things pour out of Kenny. Like, I'm so sorry. I, I realised I shouldn't have gone, but I had to go. I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't want to, but everything's gone wrong. Everyone's looking to me. Everyone's making all these, making me so important, and I just don't want to do what I my just want to go home Ke- and my, say goodbye. My to darling the Kenny, my darling Kenny, don't, you don't, you don't have to worry yourself a, another second, okay? Forgiveness is a, is a watchword here in this house. You've always known that. We've got a lovely stew that the Jets prepared annoyingly. Oh, is the Jets here? I'm, I really like to see them. They're such good friends of mine. No, she's, she's got, she's actually, she's got very, got very far away, quite in a very difficult place to return from. But oh. luckily we're, we're here to <laughs> The Jets has untied Gyarados and is rolling away on the hill on the Gyarados. <laughs> oh no! Oh my God. Someone just performed GTA, Gyarados Theft Auto. <laughs> God. <laughs> awful. <laughs> oh, that is awful. That's really... Oh, God. Gyarados <laughs> Sept Auto. That's so bad. It's worthy of the Jets, though. Like, to combine the two, it's Truly. worthy. Truly. <laughs> Would you like some stew, Kenny? Um, I, I'd love some stew. Who's who's here? I obviously saw Dad, and uh, don't think forgiveness was the first thing in his mind. Well, he's always had a bit of a truculent side, you know. Uh, but Melissa's here. She she came back, and 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 Dora's here, obviously. Yeah, is she awake? Oh, oh no, dear. She's no, she's not much different to when you left. But Melissa, she's 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 here. Shall I, shall I get her down? Would be good to see her, I suppose. Um, right. Um, well, help, help yourself. You, you know where everything is, except we have swapped around at least 50% of the cupboards. Just, 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 that was just, a, I just got quite Why bored you... one, one time. 
Well, you know, you 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 have you have bread, you have your butter, you you, you just want to swap it around a little bit. There's not there's not much going on in Comover Town, quite frankly, except for that Kenny Fest outside. Which actually now that I think about it, is that connected to? Anyway, I've I've been blabbing on it up. I'll go I'll go get your sister. But um, it's good to have you back. Thanks, Mum. I don't I don't know how long I'm going to be here for. I don't know if this is going to be a quick stop or a longer thing. I made some friends. That's a, f- a first time for everything. I'll go get your sister and we'll have a nice chat about your very real friends, shall we? Yeah. As soon as Nora leaves the room, then it comes back. It's just been in the pantry. Just re- like seething alone <laughs> in a cupboard. <laughs> Dad, you, Dad you, you, did, you did that thing where you, you immediately stormed into a room and then realised there was no way out of it, didn't you? I know I did that, Kenny. Don't need to point that out. Oh, okay. Sorry, sir. What are you doing? What? Now, what are you doing? Can you explain to me your actions? Can you, logically? Because I can't make sense of them. I can't make head nor tail of what you've done. Which action would you like me to explain? You want me to list them. All right, fine. Shall we? Shall we do this? You hurt your sister. You don't come to us for help. You don't come to us for advice. You leave us. You go on a journey. On your own. Without protection. You are my son. My only son. And you leave out in the world without without even saying goodbye. I could have looked after you. I could have protected you. But no, clearly, I'm not good enough for that. I'm just some man. I don't have magic powers. You're just a boy. You're my boy. When, when your sister, when Clarissa came in here and started spouting on about how you were special and dangerous, I said, no, you're my boy, you're my son, and I will look after you. And I would have... But you didn't give me that chance. Dad, you had 17 years. And I was going to get in worse. No, 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 you, you, were, you were fine, you were fine. No, I wasn't, Dad. Fi- I wasn't, I wasn't, Dad. Look what I did to Dora. That's the result of me being here. Of where I was before I left. Dad, oh my God, you're the best father. You did everything you possibly could. But this is, this is not, I didn't need a father Dad, I didn't, because I already had one. I knew if I stayed here, I'd forever have a father. I had to go out and find a mentor, someone who could explain this to me, someone who would help me control what I had. And they have. I have learned so much. I have come so far. I haven't had an outburst in a while. And like, you know, a a poker-powered one. I mean, I've had emotional outbursts almost every five minutes, but a poker-powered outburst I know I need a conduit. I know what that conduit is. I understand more about poker powers, where they come from, the struggles that people face. You provided me with everything. And it still wasn't what I needed. I'm sorry that I didn't say goodbye. I'm sorry. So you've made some personal steps. I'm proud of you for that. But we're we're a quiet family, Kenny, from a quiet little village. And we live a quiet life. And that group of people out there, they've drawn attention to us. They're drawing attention to the village. They look to you for leadership. I mean, I know you're taking responsibility for yourself, Kenny, but are you ready to take responsibility for an entire group of people? Are you ready for that? As someone once told me, with great power comes great responsibility. Was that me? I think I read it in um, Ariados Man. Oh. Yeah, I think you were reading to me. A bedtime comic, right. Did I show you the pictures or did I just keep that to myself? You thought I was too old for the pictures. You read me a comic. You don't need to see web shooting coming out of anyone. No, gosh. No. That is... 
No, well, you were worried because I was going through that phase. Do you remember where? I, oh, just, I do. It, it, I do. Yeah. Dad, look, I know we're a quiet little family. I don't know if I'm ready for this. I think I made a mistake with just doing the next right thing. What would Kenny do? Because I have come to realize that that was an overly simplistic view of the world. And the world is a lot more com- complicated than that. But I don't know what my future holds. I'm just trying to act out of love. I want the world to be better because I was in it. I don't know if I'm achieving that or not, quite frankly. We've had a really big setback and I I knew I had to come home because, to be honest with you, I am, I am on a knife edge, Dad. And I needed you. I didn't need you then. But I need you now. And Benny embraces his son. David, Theo. Yeah. You have been pursuing Shady McHood's The Shadowy Figure for the best part of half an hour. Where do you finally confront them in Como Town? Where do you corner them? I'm going to say outside of the Como Parish Church. How, Theo, do you confront Shady McHood's? Theo goes for the old, the old cabbage approach of uh, Theo stays a firm way behind but sends out Kabuto to scuttle up Shady Book hoods back and pull the hood back themselves. And as you pull this hood down, Theo, Shady McHood's mystique is shattered because you see a tight bun that you recognise very well, round circular glasses, and the, the familiar voice of Aster saying, No, no, stop it, stop it, please. I, I really, I, I, I spend a long time doing that hair so that the bun would fit into the hood, and I've just turned around and seen precisely the person that I was looking for. Well, well. Welcome back to the story, Asta. <laughs> Interesting approach uh, to try and find me then, to be walking away from the place where I was. Was it there really? Because I think I predicted the t- the perfect way to get you on your own, knowing you, Theo, and your addiction to following mystery and finding out about hooded figures like Vespa. I think I might have concocted the situation perfectly. Oh, please tell me you've had a divorce from Professor Honey. I mean, yes, you've absolutely, <laughs> yep, you've killed it. Yep, absolutely smashed it. Thank you, thank you. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. Always be asking questions, yep, yep. Gosh, you bring up Honey, Theo. Are you all right? First of all, before I, I, I get into this, I saw the broadcast. <sighs> no. Honestly, Asta, no. But I just have to keep trying to figure out what purpose looks like now. Okay, well, I'm so glad because I have a very, very important thing I want to share with you and, I, you know, I don't want to unload it on someone who's not ready for it. Um, honey's missing. Oh, my slow king. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. What you just said, if it, if it was from anyone else, I would have taken it as insensitive, but obviously it's you. I understand you would not know insensitive if it bit you on the arse like a, a joltix. So... Is that is that you suggesting it? No, okay, no, let's keep going with the conversation about... Yeah. I understand that she left... In the middle of the night, she left a note. She said, I am going to get Andros, and she has not returned. And 
my emotional state has gone from anxious to all-out worry. Oh, Asta. Was this before Andros appeared on the broadcast or after? After, just after. She said she'd be back within the night and she's not... I don't know what information she was acting on. It seemed reckless, it seemed emotional, it seemed entirely the kind of thing that Honey would do and the thing that I would love her for, but it was foolhardy and I fear that she has gotten herself into grave danger. I hate to be a pragmatist here, Asta. You know it's not really my normal state of being, but uh, I do potentially have some information that could help. Well, if you could share it. Yes, yes, of course. Sorry, I just sorry, I just got distracted again. As this conversation is happening, Cabbage is just making Asta's hair look more and more appealing to Theo, like maybe braiding it like Theo's hair. I love the idea that Theo's yeah. more attracted to people the more they look like exactly. themselves. That's exactly Very true. What, I'm, what I'm suggesting. Uh, Asta, uh, I could do a couple of logical leaps that I think will help us to find where Honey might be trying to go. Andros is working with Frey. Frey took the tome and took it to ship that we were using alongside a few of our other allies. So she and Andros and the rest of that group of people are all on a flying X-Team Nautilus ship heading towards Sloking knows where, but they have the three tomes, so presumably trying to find where the King's Rock is. Asta takes your hand and clasps it tight. She comes in close. Please say that you'll help me because there is no one else except the Grinch, but I really don't trust them. Mm. That would make a fun Christmas special, though. <laughs> I don't know if the Grinch is on the staff canonically yet, Stu. I think it's in the future that the oh, Grinch Oh, is that in the joins. future? Well, any theoretical Grinches that may or may not have joined our staff. Theo, please, please help. I, I have nowhere else to turn. I was able to find you, Theo, because I know you... And I don't, I don't have anyone else. Honey considers Brandy and Kenny dear friends too. I wouldn't ask if I wasn't desperate. Cut to the Sephiroth tree junction opens the staff room. Hey, hello? Hello? If no one's here in 50 minutes, I get the day off. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly junction realises and he just takes off his trousers, takes off his lab coat, ties a rope around himself and just puts himself back in that storage locker. <laughs> I was like, where's this going, Tom? <laughs> Me too. It sounded like the suicide of Junction. I was like, oh my God. No, no, just taking the opportunity where he can because that was the most <laughs> thrilling moment of Junction's entire life. Oh. Just recreating a little bit of the Jeopardy. Somebody's found a king. <laughs> <laughs> so many people have this episode. Theo uh, squeezes Asta's hand back and says, I have to go wherever Kenny needs me to go, but... What do you mean you have to go wherever Kenny needs you to go? Well, Sloking has appeared to one of the three members of our group, and it was not me. Sloking appeared to Kenny. I'm sorry. The re the, the real... The, <laughs> what? I mean, Sloking's real, Astra. I mean, I, I've, I've said it, I, don't know what, I don't know what else to say. A, a Pokemon, a Sloking, existed at some point in some time, and some people have ascribed meaning to that. Yes, I understand the concept of... Of sloking, Theo, but I, you actually, you, 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 you believe in in the fact that it's a deity. I, I thought you more logical than that. I, I'm sorry, Astor. I've, I've been a member of the Church of Sloking for most of my life. I, I gave up everything to find the three tomes in pursuit of the King's Rock. 
for the pursuit of knowledge. Yes, of course, I understand that. We, we share this, the same pursuit, Theo, but I thought that the whole the church thing, you know, you, you were a rebel, you wanted to do field work, you didn't actually assign yourself to any of the, the church doctrines. I thought that was almost a means to an end. I'm so sorry, am I being insensitive here? Do you actually, do you actually believe in all this? Do you believe that there's a deity who is willing you to do certain things and that you don't actually have agency and control in your own life? Because I sort of, again, please stop me. Do stop me because I do not know where the line is. So if this is too much, I just thought more of you. Um, as to science and spirituality can live at one at the same time, that's kind of the whole point of the church. Whether Sloking is some kind of divine entity or not, I, I'm not going to give an answer to that, always be asking questions. But what I can tell you is that I have seen what the power of the King's Rock is. I have seen that in an ancient time in this land, this very country that we walk now, the King's Rock became the thing that separated Pokemon and people and Pokepowers, and that maybe it has the power to bring everything back together. And that that boy that I have inexplicably followed while he takes off his clothes and empathizes with people has been chosen by some sort of version of whatever god i gave up most of my life to follow to potentially unite this whole country again this country that is about to enter a civil war so i understand that what i believe is a complicated creature and believe me Asta, i do not know myself where I stand on the world of faith and science and reason and tomes and suffering and sacrifice and solitude. But all I know is that you are looking for somebody who is with a woman who is trying to seek the exact same thing that me and Kenny need. Whatever your logic thinks, whatever you want, it sounds like we are about to go into the same geographical location, even if we're not going to the same religious one. I may have gone too far, Theo, and... I do not want to call your worldview into question here. I simply want to question you feeling like you lack agency because you are a spectacular person, Theo. And if you want to always ask questions, I want you to ask questions of yourself every time you don't feel that or you feel like you should ascribe your value to someone else or something else, okay? You are you and you follow your own path. Now let's let our paths converge, shall we? Now do what I say. <laughs> <laughs> For our mutual gain. <laughs> you you don't happen to have read any of the recent works of somebody called Mildred, have you? Because that sentence was right out of one of their, uh, their recent works. Brandy, how awful are you feeling at this lock-in? Just horrendous. What's the worst thing that's happened so far? She's watching a small presentation that some of the What Would Kenny Do's have done where they're reenacting all of Kenny's famous monologues. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all like slightly wrong and it's just really painful. And they're sort of actually interviewing Brandy to try and get more information to like colour some of the bits that they don't know about. Brandy, obviously you know Kenny way better than any of us. Lucky you, right? Um, but but, but tell, tell us, what is your favorite Kenny quote? Uh, it's okay, Brandy, you're amongst friends. You don't need to be shy. <clears throat> Kenny does a lot of quotes, that's the thing, like Kenny's just- Yeah, and we want to know your favorite. 
could, could you say one that was maybe like you know broadcast that we would know like you know a good one yeah like Not inspiring something. you know like you know like be yourself or like take off your clothes muck you oh yeah muck you rock on Ooh, the, the edgy one oh hey, muck you yeah 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 <laughs> oh guys yeah. I've, just created a, I've just created a buzzfeed quiz what kind of qu kenny quote are you a buzzwall feed was that so brandy tell us how how do you live your life in 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 the doctrine of Kenny, like what what do you do that makes everything the next right thing? <clears throat> Look, I love what you're all doing, and we love you. Yeah, well, okay. And I think it's great that you've all found a path to follow, but you know, not everyone uh -oh. is perfect. I don't like butts. Watch. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great that you're following someone and you're huge fans. It's an easy doctrine to live by that will never bite us on the bum. Also, it can be interpreted completely individually by all of us. It's amazing. Isn't that a little bit of a problem? But no, no, that's what Kenny would want. He just wants everyone to kind of do their own thing, right? Yeah, I'm he sure Kenny doesn't regret telling us that in any way, shape or form. No, no, no. It's great. It just means that we can free ourselves of responsibility, you know? Luanne doesn't have to think about her past, and we can just make sure we focus on doing right things in the future. And we don't have to worry about, like, you know, scary things. I'm going to be a little bit real here. The band stops playing. If the doctrine and the person you're following means you don't have to make any decisions for yourself and means that you can absolve yourself of any responsibility you sort of lost anything about yourselves what, what do you mean to me it just seems like you're all ignoring the fact that you've got your own lives and own decisions to make and you're asking kenny to make them for you but guess what kenny can't make decisions for everyone okay but why do you follow him then i don't follow kenny really so he doesn't he doesn't lead who decided to come to come over town yeah, okay, well, I guess we're hitting Comb Over Town because that's where Kenny decided to come. Which one of you was the one that put an end to Team Helsing? Yeah, okay, again, that was that was Kenny as well. And Kenny's the one who obviously, you know, helped me find a way to come to terms with my pokeballs and everything, so... You know what, I'll say it. I am following Kenny because Kenny is the one who's going to stop that psycho. He's going to stop her from destroying everyone because Kenny's going to do what needs to be done. Not necessarily the next right thing. He's going to do the thing that needs to be done. As Brandy finishes her speech, the door slams open, which is weird because it's a lock-in and the door should be <laughs> locked. But this door smashes through. Oh. And a bitter wind chill flows into the pub. The barkeep who's been polishing glasses ducks behind the bar. The band who'd started playing again stops playing again. Yes. <laughs> they literally got four bars in. They were like, <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> and in through the door walks a female figure in World War II aviation garb. Wait, 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 hold on a minute. In the Pokemon world, there's a oh World God. War II. Yeah, the second Pokemon full, War. We've, we've, gone, we've gone full Metal Alchemist, and I love it. But you guys would not be making any of these questions if you actually see who just walked in. Margot of the Elite Four, uh, and by her side, <laughs> Smartlet the Decidui, a Decidui with a buzz cut. 
I'm trying to work out what that would mean for a decidui, and I sort of. I, 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 do you know what? I don't think it has feathers. I think it's a featherless decidui. Oh, that is like a, like a hairless cat. Yes, that is, that is cursed. Oh, I hate that. This poor scraggly owl. It's an absolute just... scraggle owl. It's not got the bow tie. It's got nope. like a proper tie. Proper military tie. Smile means business. Margot walks in, flanked by Heron and Bash. Oh, jeez. Bradley looks to her left and right and sees Blab and Farb and is like, oh no. <laughs> and Margot eyes you, Brandy, as the only person in the pub who had just been speaking at the moment and says, I think you were talking about Kenny Mullet at that moment, were you not? Hand him over to us if you know what's good for you. Kenny Mullet ain't going anywhere. Well, that's a shame because if you refuse, then I will show you the might of the Pokemon League. Blab? Yeah? Hold my crutches. Ho ho, the Pokemon League are getting serious. Margot of the Elite Four is here. Thank you so much for listening. It's that time of the show where I express my gratitude to all of you for listening. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed the episode, if you're enjoying the season so far, if you're enjoying the whole show, please spread the word far and wide. We'd love as many people to listen as possible. So do share on Twitter, on Instagram, wherever wherever you like shout it from the rooftop you could even leave a review on apple podcasts or spotify or wherever you could leave a review in your local paper the hedrold gazette perhaps i would like to thank first off inclusive investor who did the previously thank you very much inclusive investor i'd also like to thank our wonderful patrons your support is amazing and blows me away every time it comes to my edit i just i get so kind of overwhelmed a little bit by how many people are on the patreon at the moment so thank you so much and we appreciate you all so i extend my thanks to mr man anorak purple turkey toffee apple thank you revel Brandon Wood, Tommy Portillo, Aidan Clark, Mark Smith, Brad Demon Dowker, Mike Habages, Dr. Rani, Jeremby's mum, Degizi, Alex W, Crispy, Huxley Spicer, Beth Shivers, thank you all so much. Also, thank you to Jam, Heather L. Snell, Betsy Lewin Lee, Darius Jakowski, Pokerdash55, D. D.W. Hollins. You sly dog, you're still there. Audrey Resendez, Ellie Lieberman, Jeremby, Carrie Morrison, Scott M. Thank you so much to all of you. And also thank you to Dr. Mega Man, PhD, Hi Killy, Keiko Pin Cosplay, Big Fat Nuke, Jonah Jackson, Trigula, Josh Anderson, Alchemage, Cesar Trevino, Force Majeure, Ryan Mitchell, Crandon Creations, Eric Eichinger, Millamoir, Ginny Voss, and Alistair Collinson, a.k.a. The Game Master. Whew! That was a long list. And thank you to all of you, because we really do 
appreciate your patronage. I should also thank the creators of Pokemon, Satoshi Tajiri and Junichi Masuda, but I appreciate them less than all of our listeners. But I also appreciate them a bit. I'd also like to thank Michael Sands, the creator of Monster of the Week, from which we base Pocket Monster of the Week, our own game that we have been playing. So thank you, Michael. I'd also like to thank the wonderful musicians on this podcast. And I say that as if we employ them. We do not. We use their music and we are so grateful to them for allowing us to do that. We'd like to thank Brandon Burks and the Materia Collective for Canto Symphonies, Johto Legends and Time and Space. Go check out those albums. And also a big thank you to Glitch X City, Check out all of their music on YouTube. Go and support. Please, please do. Do amazing stuff. And finally, I'd like to thank the three amigos, David, Ali and Stu. Thank you very much. And finally, go catch them all. And by all, I mean your dreams. Lob? Yeah. Hold my crutches. Uh, are you sure? I don't. I, I don't know if you can walk. You, like, really? Brandy okay. falls over. Lob, <laughs> <laughs> give me back my crutches. <laughs>